We who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We who believe Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. And uh, I'm just going to be the weather person for a minute. It was raining early. The sun is out. Uh, it's not as cold as it was, uh, but we're going to probably get some more cold weather. And I know a lot of people are out shopping. And uh, this is the time that people, everybody try to be good. I, I went to Santa Claus on Saturday. I got a picture taken with Santa Claus. And uh, they told me I wasn't going to get a, a, a lump of coal because I've been trying. I might not have been all up. I might not have done everything right. But I've been trying. So, hey, so, uh, Eric, are, are you trying? Are you going to get a lump of coal? What's up? What is, what's up, Eric? You've been <laughs> trying? You've been good? Of course. Oh, okay. well, yeah, we're, we're going to always give you a good grade, Eric, okay? Me and Mr. Rye give you a good grade, okay? Anybody else that, that they don't think you get a good, a good grade, they tell them to check with me and Mr. Rye. We'll always give you a good grade, okay? <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I, I second your emotion. Okay. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Ryan? Turn red, turn on. This is this is the time to be all alive. In yeah, the dead of winter. Isn't that amazing? In the death of dead of winter, we're gonna be alive. Yeah. It said the sun is shining right now, but uh for the rest of the week and after when it gets dark, it's gonna be like in the twenties. So people better be real careful. Don't get fooled by the sunshine. Once yeah. the evening comes, it's gonna be real hazardous because a lot of the streets and stuff are still still uh, mm-hmm. wet. So that would turn into ice. But Reverend Harriet, uh, you know, we had talked earlier about uh, 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 Senator Reverend Raphael Warnock winning re-election. And uh, I was still was hoping that uh, the sister, the Supreme Court Justice out of North Carolina and uh, the gentleman out of uh, Wisconsin would have won. Because I always had a feeling that uh, uh, Senators uh, Christian Sinema and Joe Manchin would do what they're doing right now. So... Uh, uh, Manchin is saying now he don't know if he's going to become a Republican. He's been acting like one anyway, uh, or if he's going to be an independent. So he made this announcement today. So even with that fifty-one forty-nine, and and uh, I, I agree with, uh, and I have to appreciate where Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, is saying he's saying the Senate work with them on getting all of uh, President Joe Biden's ninety percent of Joe Biden's agenda through. So I appreciate that. I guess uh, Senator Manchin from West Virginia had to have his arm twisted. Uh, but, you know, uh, now he's come out today and saying he don't know if he's going to be a Republican or an independent. So for the most part, he's been an obstructionist. Uh, but hopefully, even if they go sideways, that would be 49 to 49. And there goes uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. So there's a little safeguard, but it have been really good uh, because uh, uh, Mandela Barnes running in uh and uh, uh, the lieutenant governor of, of uh, Wisconsin was far more qualified than, than Ron Johnson. The only qualification Ron Johnson had on him, to be honest about it, is that he was a step above Herschel Walker, but not very <laughs> So uh, yeah. I understand. So, you know, but then again, if they can get behind Herschel Walker, they can get behind anybody in the world. I can just tell you that right now. Uh, but uh <laughs> Right now, uh, in terms of the budget and stuff, uh, is going to be probably pushed over until next year. And then the people who thought that they were voting for the right folks going to find out that their Social Security, their Medicare, and a lot of those, uh, uh, those programs are going to be in dire straits. And now they're talking about, we've been spending money. And when Donald Trump was president, 
the Republicans gave the richest people in this country a $2 trillion break. Okay. Right. So when they do it, it's all right. But if it's something they think will come to the black community or people of color, something is wrong with that, even right. though we're the ones that be on the front line of all these battles. So uh, I'm just kind of disappointed that the black uh, voter turnout wasn't as high as it should have been, especially in my home state of Louisiana. I mean, it's embarrassing to see down there in segregation, see all the struggles we had to go through, and then you don't get off your butt and vote. Uh, well, I mean, do you know if they counted so all the votes? Do you know if they counted all the votes in their, all the parishes in and uh, uh, in Louisiana? How do we know that they didn't count? How do we, how do we know that? They well, didn't I mean, I've no, I've, I've talked. I'm I'm from there, and I've talked to relatives and other people on the ground there. Uh, okay, Cedric Richmond and all these guys, uh, you know, uh, who just left Congress, but uh, you know. Cedric Richmond was dispatched out of the White House to the DNC, and now uh, he looks like a superstar because the Democrats did so well. But if we could have had those two additional Senate seats, we'd had the cinema and mansion protection we would we need. But even if they go sideways, forty nine to forty nine, unless they go all Republican, which they might do, you never can tell. Uh, but like I said, I have to uh, agree and listen to to Senator Chuck Schumer, who's there every day, who's a leader, who said that cinema has helped get all the pro of, the, of uh, President Biden's agenda through that they could get through. So I have to be encouraged with that. So uh, well, tell I, me, I mean, because because does the voters have a right to recall that person that they voted for? I mean, nobody's I, never tried anything. What what do the voters have? I, a right I think to there do? is some kind of federal stipulation that that you can't do that at the state level with the Senate. That's what I've heard. I, I mean, I don't know. If I don't know. I mean, I'd be interested to, to research yeah, I'm that. Not, I'm not attorney, but, but there's some reason why they can't happen. Uh, but the bottom line well, is that Cinema knew that Ruben Congressman Ruben Gallegos was going to run against her for the Senate in 2024. And Ruben Gallegos, they did a poll, and he was polling like 74% of Maricopa County, which is the largest, where Phoenix is the largest county there, to her like 16 or, or uh, 16%. So she knows that uh, running as a uh, as a Democrat, she's, she's not going to win the Democratic nomination. If she runs as an independent, uh, she'll probably take some votes away from Republicans, which would be good with me. Because you might probably have Carrie Lake got uh, a surface and run for the, the seat as a Republican. And, you know, she's just sued and demanding that she be installed as a governor of Arizona, even though she didn't win the election. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, when you have those kind of people like uh, the Trump followers, I mean, they can concoct some of the weirdest uh, stories in the world to benefit themselves. But we're going to sue, and I, I demanded for you to install me as governor right now. Well, and we have a hard time getting our rights even installed. So, well, I'm I'm going to research it. I wonder why Congress would make a law to keep the voters from from recalling the person that they thought they were voting for for one party, uh, uh, and they switch to another party. That seems to me that that they nullified the people's vote on the state level. It seems like a nullification of the of the, of the state yeah, level. I, vote. And uh, and there's, I, there's something some part of the statute, and I have to research this myself. Yeah, uh, a a member of Congress or a, uh, a a senator, as far as I know, cannot be recalled by by the voters. Now, well, like, you know, what I mean, like I'm, the I'm state, just... now the state is completely different. You well, know, but, that, that's the, but, but that's yeah. a nullification. I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some clarification on that. Yeah, because that's a nullification. Was, of you know, vote. if Lim Howell was listening, he could tell us. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, because... yeah, he. 
Lim is a person I think that to pull my coat and said, no, Eddie, you can't do that. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to have to check with civil rights yeah. emeritus Lim Howe to get the clarification. And then I will share that with you as soon as I get it. But okay. uh, Lim being an attorney, he, he would and have been an integral part of the Democratic Party in King County. And as a matter of fact, Lim is so hooked in there. When Nancy Pelosi came in for a fundraiser, he was invited. I, I couldn't even buy a, a, a piece of sandwich at a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it just seems to me that that's so un that's so undemocratic to nullify the people's vote. So I don't know. So no, I, I agree, just, but I, I will get yeah. clarification from Council from yeah. Attorney Lem Howe, and I will. That would be wonderful. Yeah, because, that that really would be wonderful to find out yeah. to find out about that. But because yeah, I know you can recall a state so official, but you can't recall a, 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 a member of Congress or or a, 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 a U.S. senator. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Wow, well, I'm glad that the Warnock uh, uh, won down there, uh, Senator Warnock won, and, uh, but uh, if they had ran a more a civilized, uh, a person that had a little bit more going, that other person might have won because the Republicans do outnumber them in that uh, 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 registered Republicans in the state of Georgia, so. Um, They'll just come back again, uh, again. But uh, you know that that's the republic. Some Republicans got to realize that just because you run a a uh, inarticulate or black, especially inarticulate black, uh, <laughs> from another state other than the state where he's running, other than running the football forty years ago, I mean, they really thought that because Herschel Walker was black, black people would vote for him. They really well, thought that's that's because they don't know us. I mean. Uh, uh, I mean, because to us, Herschel uh, Walker looks like the same. Uh, he, he had the same energy that the person who would run to tell the uh, uh, the slave owner that that they, that they, that so and so they're planning on running tomorrow night, Massa. You know. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I have to give President Barack Obama a lot of credit. Uh, I mean, I think he really he was the one. I really, really think that added so much to uh, the the Senator Warnock campaign. The way he just kind of dismantled Herschel Walker, made called him a lion and everything else. He said it's best to be a werewolf or a vampire. I mean, boy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, and 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 then he just didn't have the right. I mean, I guess he might he might have been a great football player, Heisman Trophy winner, but that doesn't make him you know intellectually enough to be uh to run to be to be a senator. And the thing about it is, so much baggage that came out on him. I mean, you know, yeah, his family came out against him. I don't his think his life, I don't think his life will ever be the same. Well, his family came out against him, and not, not only his family, but some of the women that had been in his life came out uh, against him. So, um, and not, uh, most of the women, people who came out against him, didn't look like us. You know, they did not look like us. So that meant that they were had more validation than. <laughs> Yeah, I was pleased when I saw a large number of young whites at a Warnock event. You yeah, know, I did too. I, I thought that, 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 that was that was changed. encouraging, and that's that's yeah. what's changing Georgia right now is that the parents might go one way, but these young people are going another way. They're looking for a brighter, more positive future than this old put my dukes up and fight them. But uh, I I still have to give uh, 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 a lot of credit to the women in Georgia. Who oh yeah, did the organizing. I think Latasha Brown. Oh uh, yeah, and th that whole group. Uh, I, they they really really deserve a lot of credit. Right, they've been pushed on it for a long time. Yeah, 
Well, I, all I can say is that uh, we, we've been here before. I mean, we've been locked out of this system. I mean, so we've been here before. And um, uh, and uh, I'm glad that there's young people who want who want to be really to to really know that that want to know the history of America and then want to work on the right side. But I tell you, they keep up so much dis, this this uh, disinformation and so much arguments. I mean, this is this is and, and this argument, this great argumentation started with with Trump. I mean, you know, he just he just came in and just uh, I mean, and now everybody, I love so many people don't mind sinking so low. At first, at one time, if we, at one time they had like a gentleman discussion, but it's no gentleman's there now. I mean, everybody wants to be in the gutter. <laughs> well, you and know, I, um, one advantage people have today is they got instant information on their cell phone, on Alexa. Right. Anything mm -hmm. about Black history, you want to know how many Black folks were elected to office during Reconstruction, who they were. All that is right at your fingertips. And so even if... Uh, 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 the, uh, Governor DeSantis and the other naysayers uh, tried to keep Black history out of being American history, you know, in atrocities uh, like that what thing that occurred in 1920 in, in Florida. And I can't pronounce the name of the town. But in 1920, he went to vote, the register, he went to vote. Oh, yeah, there's an orange county. Burned, it's OT, yeah. OT or something like that. OT. Yeah, uh, and, and they Florida. burned down all the Black people's houses because the mm -hmm. Black man tried to vote. And now right. you can tell me this brother and this black folks went through all that in 1920 and here a hundred years later, you won't go and vote after all we've been through to vote. I mean, you know, people, you know, he's been brainwashing. I mean, really, we're not the same people. Eddie. Yeah. We're not the same people that Martin Luther King marched with, as everybody wants to say, they marched with Martin. Uh, we, one thing about it is we have this, we have technology now. We can get the word out to everybody. OK, yeah, so but, but there's no, no excuses anymore. No excuses anymore. Yeah. You don't, have to go, you don't have to go. You don't have to go. You don't have to go to the church house to, to hear the meet to the meeting now. And we used to walk miles and stuff to find out what was going on. Well, you know they don't. They don't have a lot of respect for us. And, yeah. and they've told me some of the young people told me that, that uh, my generation was. Oh, we didn't make anything better for him. And I said, oh, okay. He was in a he was in a, a public place that uh, before Thurgood Marshall and the Civil Rights uh, Movement, hmm. I would have been uh, against the law for him being there. So. So again, we we haven't taught history and understand that the history is going to be what, what gets us up. Um, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. And I'm going to always be hopeful. My next guest is going to be from Jacksonville, Florida, talking about talking about all the stuff that's going on down in Florida, and especially in Jacksonville with um, Jer gerrymanding. I, I um, and uh, trying to draw the line so black people don't have no power, and also about somebody. Some person, somebody that worked at the jail, gave a, a, a let let a person that was not a not involved with the jail, come into the jail uh, many, many times. And I, I think look at harm some of the some of some of the people in jail. So it's going to be interesting to see what DeSantis might stay might have to say about the scandal that's going to be coming out of Jacksonville, Florida. And I don't know. <laughs> he might not say anything. <laughs> well he and Trump are going to be tearing each other apart. So uh Trump's announcement. Yes, in Florida, the population has leap, has gone up by leaps and bounds. People moving in because it's so-called a red state, and uh, and they can just let hate be on the front. They can just, I mean, they have a place where they can just let hate just fly. You know, it's like well, they, 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 you know, <laughs> we've had a couple of events we've had historically in Florida. You know, some outright genocide on black people. So I mean, oh yes, I'm on 40, man, and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. 
Florida still has a lot of barren history because uh, there was a farmatory school that they found a lot of bodies on uh, uh, mm -hmm. many, many years ago, and there was never no re resolution to that because they used to send kids, uh, so-called wayward kids, to a farmatory school. And the uh, they got Indian, The same way they did those, those Indian kids, wouldn't round them up or turn them white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of those kids died there. And so it was a big, it was a big uh, uproar, but uh, I guess somebody got paid off and they didn't, they, they never did have a resolution on that. And I have to check with Francis because she's a historian to find out what happened to those children or their families of those children, uh, those kinds of things. But almost every state got this stuff, man. I mean, we, it's very few states, states in, uh, in America that escape uh, atrocities. Now, Vermont, I don't know too much about Vermont. But I know here in Washington State, we got the stuff that's going on here. And uh, of course, we got I-200. <laughs> so it's not a state in America that has not uh, escaped the Negro problem. <laughs> yes. I'm in Idaho because I think they just stopped you at the border. <laughs> I don't know too many Black people live in Idaho, do you? Well, there's one that uh, overturned affirmative action. His name is Warren Connolly. He was from Idaho. He, he used to no. He used to. He, he lived in Coeur Lane. He used to be in California, but I think they, Ronald Ray. He was Ronald Reagan's guy, and they put him on. Uh, he made millions of dollars as a self-certified African American, and then turned against affirmative action. He had a great debate with the late Dr. Arthur Fletcher in Seattle, right before the vote on I two hundred. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh, mm -hmm. so uh, I told him, I said, "Man, you're a hypocrite. Why don't you give the money back if you don't like affirmative action?" So anyway, <laughs> he must have ran him out of California. He had, uh, you know, the neo-Nazis used to be in Coeur d'Alene, so he's right at home. <laughs> well, he might not be safe. But uh, this has been uh, very uh, good having you on today. And I know you get, have you been shopping yet? You still got shopping to do? Or you I, I, I was, other than and for the meal, I, I don't do no, my Christmas shopping until three o'clock Christmas Eve. When everybody's okay. home. <laughs> <laughs> so you're one of those that. I can right. find a parking place and I can do what I need to do. And I don't have enough time to be changing my mind. <laughs> well, all right then. So we'll talk next time, Mr. Wright. Thank you so much for being on the right, Thank show you and, I, and I always, uh, always entertaining. You always bring good information. All right, oh. you're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Ram Walden. We'll be right back. Thank you. Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today you pledged your life to serve to make our country stronger safer more free more equal you worked tirelessly made sacrifices 
missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. We all make promises, big and small, tested over time and distance, tried by circumstances and decisions. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I do solemnly swear to bear true faith and allegiance. To help you when you're in need. To tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. To be considerate and caring, courageous and strong. For better. For worse. In sickness and in health. To love and cherish. To be your loving, faithful friend partner, child, parent, neighbor. One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Rudolph. <laughs> Good afternoon. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show at 11.50 a.m. KKNW. <laughs> Rudolph. Oh, just old Rudolph with the, with the shiny nose. Uh, as you can tell, I love this music. It brings out the child in me. <laughs> I will bring my next guest on, Mr. Alicia Covington from Jacksonville, Florida. We had a little connection problems, but you know, I mean, we have a great studio ma- manager there, Mr. Eric, and he got it done for us. So how are you doing, Ali- uh, Aisha? I'm doing great, Harriet. What about you? I'm well today. I'm well. It's a sunny day. It's uh, it's been raining, but uh, uh, I could see the, you and your car. It's quite warm in Florida, but uh, it's not that kind of warm day here. But we do have sunshine. How are you doing? Great, great. It's it's um, a little overcast today, but beautiful weather here in Florida, sunny Florida, <laughs> and we're enjoying it. <laughs> Well, I can remember as a child getting the winter clothes for Christmas and it was too hot to put them on. <laughs> and I still be trying yes, to put ma'am. on my wool sweaters. I mean, that's when they made real good wool sweater. They weren't made with uh, with, uh, with with these synthetic, synthetic fibers like they are today. Real wool and real corduroy skirts. <laughs> I put on my clothes and I'd be perched fine. But, you know, new kids, you know, for Christmas kids, they're determined to put on their new clothes. So I was determined to put on my new clothes and... <laughs> 
So I can remember many, many warm Christmases uh, growing up in Florida. <laughs> yeah, you won't be having no snow down there for sure. You won't get snow. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> right. You have right. to go. You have to go. You have. Yeah, you have to go past Georgia to get some snow. Try to get up to the Rockies, maybe. <laughs> I need to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, anyway, but glad to have you on. And so we talked a little bit this morning. I wanted to know about what happened with the, with the, the gerrymandering. And I think you still say the case is still going on. Yes. Yes. The case is still before the judge. Um, the city submitted mapping. Um, they only moved 2% of the African-American voters out of the district. So the mapping, I mean, the map they submitted was a joke. It, it didn't qualify under the standards of um, the law, but they um, argued that they didn't use race. But however, the mapping that they used was based on race. race. So right. it, 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 if you could have been in the uh, city council chamber uh, when they were doing the map, it was just a joke. They were laughing, they weren't taking it seriously. Uh, it was an article written uh, by, I think, the tributary that they may have violated the Sunshine Law. They went into the shade meeting to discuss the map. And when they came mm. out in the public, they had already made their decisions about what the map would look like. So the only way they could have made that decision was they decided in, in the shade. And they right. can't do that. So right. they violate so, violated so many laws um, just by doing the shade meeting. They didn't notice it properly. They were supposed to say it was a shade meeting and list everybody who would be in attendance. And they didn't do that. They also so, picked up. Uh-huh. No, I just wanted to just kind of give a, an overview of how this case came about. Folks, I might have some new listeners and. So just how this okay. case came about there in Jacksonville, I, I mean, because it, because the judge was involved with it, so you did have, you all did somebody did file the case against what was happening with the gerrymandering. Correct. Uh, we we had uh, the NAACP, the Northside Coalition. Uh, there was groups, and there was ten individual plaintiffs that sued the city uh, because of the mapping they. Uh, we're going to use for this election cycle. And we wow. won the injunction to stay the map that they wanted right. to introduce. So once we won that, the judge gave the city uh, a timeline to go back and fix the map. Right. And okay. instead of them doing that, they played around, they joked and they laughed and they submitted um what they wanted to submit. And they argued, uh, in particular, Randy DeFore, which was a city council, I think, District 12, but it's primarily white. She wanted to keep all her white residents together. And she cried because she couldn't have it. <laughs> well, you know, tears always win sometimes. So we know, we know, we know. You know, we we know that what happens when uh, when 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 people when white women cry. Sometimes black men die. That's what I told the white uh, our lady that, that uh, was on a, a television station here, and uh, she tweeted out something that was wrong that I didn't say. 
And eventually she did, we had to have her do a, a, a retraction. But in the meantime, you know, when she did, you know, she was just crying and, and I said, and I said, well, you know, when white women cry, black men die. <laughs> so, because you say lying on black men. The saddest part was this was already a very affluent district. It was basically okay. all of the most affluent districts in the area. They had strategically put them together for years and they worked so well together because they had the same goals. Was wow. this all affluent uh, Caucasians or affluent black people and, and Caucasians? Huh? I mean, what was the demographic of the affluent area? I mean, was it just Caucasians that was doing well in that area and then they wanted to put other right. people in there? Okay. Right, because in the district, when they break down the data, they put all of the black people in the same area, the same precincts and the same area. They don't even let us really vote with them. So everything they did was racially gerrymandering to keep us separate. Yeah, but, but was, isn't it better to vote in a block if you got a block of people to vote and you're all voting on a block to be to be split up? Well, what they did was it would have been better, but when you have 68% African Americans thrown together and you and I'm on I'm on one block and they on another block. We don't really vote together. So they separated all of the neighborhoods that would have worked together. And oh. in, our, in our ignorance, we didn't know that. We didn't understand that. So we were fighting. I was a, I'm a community president in Brooklyn. So Brooklyn okay. is fighting alone. Mixon is now being regentrified and fighting alone. Because I'm not okay. in the district anymore. Okay, right. It I was see. Very so, strategic. So they, mm -hmm. That's right. They broke up the power to make sure that people they, didn't have a way to work together. I see that. Yeah, that that was really a that 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 is divided. That was a great divide and conquer. Yes. Now, mm -hmm. as a result, because now we understand what they did, they took all of us and separated us. All of the powerful neighborhoods that they wanted to gentrify. They right. took those neighborhoods and separated them so they could overtake those areas. And to be honest, it was very successful. Um, and they were able to assimilate all two of those areas. Wow. But the side effect is we know better now. And we are woke. And we're going right. to stay woke. Right. And we are fighting a very powerful system of racial discrimination. Yes. And social injustice. And this lawsuit is not going to garner us one penny. We're not getting any monetary. And anytime African Americans sue, they always say we don't have a way to quantify it with money. Well, we want to be. Um, uh, we want to be, uh, we won't, I won't call it reparations, but they have gained, made so many gains as a result of this move they made by blocking all of our efforts. Right, that's right. By, that's right. That's right. Strategic. It was a strategic plan to do that. You're right. It was a strategic plan that they sat in a room and they planned that. And even right. with the mapping they submitted 
the mapping, they're trying to use a political party. So they're saying they're not using race. And everything in this area will be white Republican male dominated. And and it's like we sharecropping again. They introduced right. legislation that they're going to build houses, but they own the land. And we can buy the houses. And well, no, it was into that was into that land uh, where they might have had public housing at. Because so, no, most no. cities they've take, they've torn down the public housing, but you know there's Correct. a group out here called called Africa Town, and what they've been doing here in Seattle, they've been fighting gentrification, and uh, they've been having some success, uh, and fighting it uh, and, and pushing back stuff. So I mean, there are some places where people are having some success. So you know maybe. Maybe when you guys get ready to that level to be able to reach out to some people that can actually show you some of the things to do. But again, you you are you you you're working to, uh, with with people who absolutely don't want to see you uh, don't want to see you have any success. I mean, really. I mean, and, and uh, I mean, Florida. If they could bring back Jim Crow uh, and uh, and uh, three dollars and three dollars three dollars. And you know, when I was growing up, I mean, a wage was a hundred a dollar and twenty five cents an hour. So if they could go back to Jim Crow and a hundred a dollar and twenty five cents an hour, they would. <laughs> that, they would. Yes, they would. And and also, they want to own everything. Well, that uh, well, they that's, didn't know that, we were we were, Brooklyn was the way. Well, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's where that's when that's when my that's where my grandmother lived, which has been common with this with we are family members here talking about this. And I you know when the times I did come to Jacksonville, I did come to Brooklyn. Uh and it was all black. I mean just like Goldsboro was where I was from. And uh but 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 the goal is to make sure that I mean it's about moving us from the land. Just like they moved the Native Americans on uh, on reservations and uh, uh reservations was war camps. Uh, uh, and 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 and, and, and there is something about this. They really want to have all of it. They're not satisfied with us having any of it. Uh, and there's a word for that. You know, I'm going to look it up. It's W E T I. Uh, it's W. It's wet. Uh, wet. It's W E T I K O. Weto. Uh, and it's okay. about it's about the spirit that the Native Americans said that, that came with the, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the uh, with the uh, with the uh, with the colonizers and uh, it's about having everything. Don't know when they have enough, and right, you can see it. Right. That's mm -hmm. and uh, and so I want you. To, I want you to study that word, <clears throat> so you can uh, introduce it into the lexicon in your area, so people can okay. understand what's happening. Because really, okay. when you look at that word and you look at neo-colonialism, you understand that there's, that, that there's just a consciousness that that has never been quenched to know when enough is. It's a consciousness, and, uh, and 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 so that's really what it is. And I was and I was glad to get in, and got glad to be introduced to that word, because you could look around and nobody's ever satisfied. I mean, nobody. I mean, Amazon always wants to get more. They always want to, uh, you know, buy up okay. more companies. I, I, I mean, you see it in the corporations. You, you see it uh, with uh, with Microsoft. I mean, uh, they wanted to do something. I think federal. I think the trades are. You know, the government's going to stop them from that one. And then you. Have uh, you have you you have Amazon and, and then you have Walmart. You know Walmart wanted actors. They want to have everything. You know, and when Walmart came in and ran all the small businesses out of town, all of them. They all they all went out of business. So it is a consciousness. So I want you to study that. So so when you make your presentations and you talk to uh, talk to community people, I think it's a word that people can really understand when they look at the definitions and look around.
because that's what's happening. Everything, I mean, and I used to say here in Seattle, they should just tell us they, they won't be satisfied till we end the sound. And maybe they won't be satisfied in Jacksonville till everybody's in the St. John River. Because, <laughs> you know, it can <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, so, and they, but yeah. they want to be as close to the river as they can get, and the river is emptying into their houses every year. And right. uh, matter of fact, they're widening the McCoy Creek. They've taken all of that area, which is predominantly black, and they're widening the creek back to its natural plain and making it as wide as it used to be when ships would go down that river, because that was a navigable water. And that is, but it's taking the whole community so that they can walk on a footpath. From well, but, but, but see, the community was too poor to organize or didn't have an attorney because that, that, that I mean, it's some way, but, but when this is what happened when people are poor and not, and not, not quite uh, up on, uh, on what the rules and regulations are, this is how they take advantage of people. I mean, it's all over the country how they take advantage of poor people because see, we, we never really had a, a Marshall Plan. We never really had good jobs, and the few, and then the few people that they give a good job to, they buy them off, and uh, and uh, and they they be quiet. See, and, and that's that is really the game, and that's the reason reason why uh, I, I did put the Jacksonville paper. I did read a little bit about the young man that just got killed, but uh, but uh, that's the reason why we have this going on because there's no way, no way if this was an affluent black area that had lots of money and could get attorneys and stuff. At least they could get they could they could have their day in court. See, oh. right. And and for the record, it is a level of ignorance in our in our leaders that they don't understand. You do need to consult with attorneys. And that's right. You can't do anything. That's right. That's right. They do need an attorney. One thing about this system, you got to have you got to have representation in order to get right. somewhere in America. You know, and you can't do stuff pro se. I mean, you can do as little stuff pro se, but you're not going to get very far on on these kind of issues on pro se. Correct. And when we went to the meeting, I took the the community because I recognized what was going to happen because they did it to Brooklyn. I took them to the meeting and she put the the community vice president on the spot and he agreed to the plan, but he didn't know. He had no clue of what was coming. And I mean, it's just coming and coming and coming. And he just want to scream, leave me alone. Because he lives right by this creek. And well, he didn't know, he didn't know, he didn't know that was going to affect him. But, you know, the other thing that's going to affect all of Florida is the, the rising level of the, of the sea. You know, I mean, so, 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 so all these plans that they have, you know, they might be the ones who get flooded out. I mean, you know, when, when the St. John River rises and they don't go down anymore, uh, you know, I mean, uh, and, and it flows really from Sanford up to, uh, up, up to, yeah, up to Jacksonville, yeah, you know, heading north. Wow. Well, I would appreciate you being in this fight and keeping it up, but also you got some other, <laughs> you got that. And, uh, and also you have this situation with uh, 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 this happening, it's happening in the jail. I tried to pick that. I tried to pull that article up today, but I couldn't pull it up. But I know you had sent it out. Uh, but keep us posted on this gerrymandering thing, and also any articles uh, about things that just happening there, because because really, I mean, it's the ignorance of our people, and and I'm not blaming our people for not having all the education because uh, we've been denied. I mean, so much of it has been denied, uh, and, and then uh, and then uh, sometimes people. Uh, didn't have a good jobs and all of a sudden they can give a good job and they believe their good comes from the man uh, and, uh, instead of knowing that their good comes from the creator. 
And that's, I think, that that's one of our problems right now. We don't believe that the creator can provide goods. We believe that somebody, man, is doing it. But man doesn't do anything. I mean, everything comes from the creator. But that's another level of conversation because a lot of people are not believers right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I agree. And I believe in a higher power. And my faith is in God is going to equalize this. And we have hope and we have a future. And we are to fight for our rights. So that's right. That, mm-hmm. that, that's right. Because we've not, we haven't had anything given to us. And every door we've opened, everybody else walked through it and they close it in our face almost. <laughs> Yes, so, every yeah. idea, every project they build, they build on the backs of poor people. Because they right. don't give money to rich people, okay? They do it on the backs of the poor. They build these projects, and they don't even consult us. They come after they got the funding, and they know what they want. And we, they don't even plan for us to really live in this community. I had to make them build this affordable housing. And they... Well, really but, 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 but you're probably right about that. And see, these plans have been on the book for about 25 years. And they executing them now. And unfortunately, people don't understand when they be doing all these planning. I mean, they're planning a future without us. They are in uh, in all in all major cities. They are they're planning a future because because when Clinton got rid of public housing, and now you have a lot of homeless people. That's because you don't have public housing like it was in uh, before Clinton before Hope Six came along. So it's a lot of it's all related to. Um, to people removal and uh, and 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 to do removing people out, the erases out of history. I don't know how they figure they're going to do that, but they're trying. So I mean, it, it's it's a, it's a it, it's really valuable work that you're doing, uh, and I appreciate that. And I, I you know I'm going to do all the supporting I can do uh, down there in, in Jacksonville, and at least keep 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 the keep keep the embers going, and at least people know that there's a there's smoke down there. <laughs> it might need some help. So, yeah, but you told me also about another situation that's going on in Jacksonville. Well, uh, the, the, uh, it was a private employee who had access to JSO with Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. He had a badge, and he swiped in um, once a week for years, and he committed suicide. He's under investigation for sexual crimes. We don't know what yet. We're waiting on the sheriff to provide the information. He's a friend of the sheriff, the current sheriff. He swiped in a week after he was installed in office. He gave $12,000 to his campaign, and he was a friend of the former sheriff, and he's a Republican, high-level Republican, um, that was going in and out of the jail like it was a I don't know because I could. But how? Imagine. But how would he have access to individuals that's locked that's locked up? I mean, I mean, so so if he was accused of maybe uh, uh you know a sexual uh, a misconduct, I mean that 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 that's going to be a real takedown of the jail. I mean, uh, of the whole sheriff department. Right, but remember here the sheriff has no accountability. So. Well, he does have that, he does have accountability if, if a crime committed in the in, I mean he's not above the law if a crime committed in the jail and he had access or he uh, the person have access to him there is some accountability right. right but not in the sense of we we didn't understand how he got the badge he was a civilian there was no justification and the only reason we found out about it is because. The, the um, mayor tweeted on Twitter 
that he was his friend and don't make comments about him. And that made the media go dive into the the um the person. I'm looking for his name. So once they did the research, they found out he had a badge. I mean, that's what we're talking about. We don't get equal access. Hey, I love to have access to the sheriff, okay, and be able to call him when some of my people get locked up and say, hey, can can we help them? Uh, this is the access white males have had the whole time, and that's why we see it symbolically of the modern-day KKK. Uh, these that's people right. can go in and access the computers, run your run your tags, possibly comp- co- uh, do dossiers on us, and and we have no defense. Um, but I don't I don't uh, understand how he would need access to prisoners, and 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 unless you knew it was for you know nefarious purposes for him to come down to the jail and it was the Montgomery prison and the jail that has been checking in for at least eight hours once a week. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of access. That's a, that's a lot lot of access. 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 Yeah. That's a lot of access to, uh, to people who are charged with a crime and, uh, uh, and locked up. Right. Vulnerable, vulnerable people, mostly African Americans, males or females, because we feel the prisons, and you've been letting this man have access. Yeah, so there's definitely a problem. And why would you? He and his business is military management. Wow. So why would he need access? So everybody's wow. waiting on this one. And I've heard the Republicans... Well, I mean, I, I hope the media don't drop the ball, though. I hope the media is investigating. I, I hope they keep up the pressure. Well, John Phillips is investigating it um, on behalf of, I think, the tributary. I hope that okay. we hold somebody accountable and we will need a lawyer to sue. And I think that we need... Well, to you know, this is something that, that, that Benjamin Crump's office might get involved with. You know, right. I mean, right. because it's a right. violation of people's civil rights. I mean, everybody don't have to be killed by the police for him to get involved. You know, I mean, Francis' daughter is also working for him. Uh, uh, Natalie, Natalie Jackson is down in uh, Orlando. So uh, so it might be, you know, that might be something that he might just get involved with because he is a Floridian. OK, well, it would be nice to have somebody going. Well, you're going to need you're going to need a high profile on this case. I mean, right. and uh, uh, and uh, and somebody just above, because so many, so many uh, law firms are already the city already have have retainer fees already have some so many some so many of these people under under contract. So a lot of these yes. attorneys are a lot of these law firms will not take a case because they already they clients they already have you know uh, uh, they already have retainers and and uh, from the city from from the particular city. But Benjamin Crump is independent. He's all over the country. And this might be something that Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton might get involved with. I mean, if it lies, you know, if it keeps rising, you know, I mean, the, the, his network might come and be involved in it. Especially if, if okay. it's a lot of abuse that's going on. It's a lot of abuse. Because sometimes, you know, that's why they didn't like the Northerners coming in. Because they said the Northerners used to come down and upset the Negroes. <laughs> so, you know, that's why they call them carpetbaggers. But but Crump and uh, uh, and Jackson are both uh, Floridians, but uh, just oh yeah. So keep uh, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that uh, it might be okay, a way to reach out to him. 
yeah. And then I have, I, I might have contact with him through, uh, through, uh, through Natalie. Uh, 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 she ran, she ran for, she ran for the state house out of, out of, out of Orlando, but she didn't win. Okay. But, um, mm-hmm. And she's an okay, attorney. Well. Not the okay, civil rights well. issue. I mean, it's because all the civil rights issues are not, uh, are not police issues. I mean, a lot of them, you know, like housing that we're talking about, all these are civil rights issues. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that might be, um, you know, I'll get her contact. I, I, I'll get her contact and I'll get you her contact because I think that would be uh, good for you to, for you to have that contact. And, uh, uh yeah. because, uh, this, this could be, um, you're going to need some heavyweights on this because you're going to have, you're going to have the governor trying to, trying the governor trying, trying to make sure that things don't go right. See, because, you know, the governor was involved with the, with the devil in the grove in that case, down in uh, in Mardora, Florida, uh, when they were doing uh, doing Thurgood Marshall time in the early fifties, when they have the Groveland Groveland case, when they accused this seventeen uh, year old lady that was uh, a young girl that was crying that uh, you know that she had been raped, which she had not. But uh, uh, the governor was involved with that, and uh, and, and with the sheriff down there uh, uh, in, in that county. So uh, mm-hmm. so it's not. Uh, it's un- it's not unprecedented for the governor to be involved with um, with the, with the people who are common black people. <laughs> There's a history right. of it, and it's written in the books. <laughs> right, like the devil in the and, book and, outlines. And this governor is definitely deeply embedded in local politics. He's deeply embedded in keeping the Republican status quo. He wants to maintain their majority at all costs. Well, he does, but 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 this might. But but this rises uh, if children. I mean, you don't know. I mean, because if this rises to the level of, uh, I mean, whatever it is, as a violation of civil rights already, because he had had no reason to have access to the jail. But uh, but if he harmed people in there, and now he's uh, he's taking his own life, that doesn't stop the case because there's still other people going to be culpable. The people who let him in, the people, and uh, and if they went and got individuals and all of this kinds of stuff, it's going to be a lot of cul- put people who actually help with uh, commit a crime. And uh, just by him, you know, exiting the world, you know, by way of suicide doesn't mean that the case is going to die. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And, yeah. and that's what the, the sheriff said, that it was being investigated and he couldn't talk about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so, hey, I want to, I want to encourage you to keep the work up in the spirit of uh, uh, Johnny Will. Uh, uh, and, and Johnny Will uh, Walker was um, was an organizer there in Brooklyn and uh, she worked her whole life, uh, you know, her adult life trying to organize people and make sure people got out the boat and, uh, and that type of thing. And, uh, and, uh, and, and that's, and I want to acknowledge that spirit and, uh, and we'll, we'll talk again here soon after the first of the year. So I want to appreciate okay. you for coming on to the mother's justice show and I uh, have a ho- happy holiday, whichever ones you create, whichever ones you uh, celebrate at this time of year with your, with your children and grandchildren. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me. And I appreciate all the hard work you're doing in Seattle. Well, thank you so much. All right. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I enjoy being on there, especially during the holiday because Eric always plays good music. All right. See you next week. Thank you so much. We who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We who believe in freedom cannot rest. Oh, how can you rest? We who believe.